today I was like, you know, scrolling social media and a question came up and it was, what would you do if you had to start from scratch? What would you do if you had to start from scratch? Hey friends, welcome back to the Membership Launches Community Podcast. Yes, we have changed our name, but we are still here with you for all things membership and community. So today I was like, you know, scrolling social media and a question came up and it was, what would you do if you had to start from scratch? What would you do if you had to start from scratch? And I thought, well, I have a podcast episode I need to record. I think that that would be a great episode. So what would I do if I was starting a brand new membership from scratch? So I created a list here for you. Hopefully I can read my own writing as I go. As I started brainstorm, like the how and the, the order in which I would do things. So the first thing I would do is I would pull out a piece that really worked for me during my Engage Group membership launch. So this launch was back in May, 2019. It is still a membership. If you go to engagegroups.com slash membership, you will see my Engage Group membership. That's engagegroups.com slash membership. This membership came out because I asked my free group, I wanna have a membership. What do you need to know from me on an ongoing basis? What would you need from me to get your Facebook groups to be engaged. We started off with just engagement. Now we're more management, growth, and engagement in that membership. But we started off as just engagement. I said, what do you need? And someone said, I literally need you to tell me what to post to my group like three times a week. So we we offer that, right? Okay, so enough about that membership, but that worked out really well for me because not only did that person say exactly what they needed, other people piled on and said, oh my gosh, I would love this, love this, love this. So I would go back and I would ask my audience, if I were to build a membership or what would you need from me on an ongoing basis that will help your fill in the blank, your business, your life, your career, your marriage, what have you, okay? And then I would look at that and think about what are the different content pieces that I need. And if you are not sure what your deliverables should be, you can grab our PDF. It's more than just a PDF. It is 80 plus deliverables for your membership. You can go to engagegroups.com slash 80 deliverables. So those 80 deliverables, 80 plus deliverables will give you a bunch of ideas for brainstorming what kind of content you could put in your membership that is different from the norm that is kind of fun. Some are the same as the norm, but a lot of them are very different and very spicy and very fun. So the first thing I would do is ask my audience. The second thing I would do is figure out the content that I'm going to be offering each month in my membership. The third thing would I would be start planning out the content. So I would plan out like, what am I offering? What am I delivering it? Etc. Then, I guess it would be the fourth thing, is I would actually create, and I wish I did this, and this is something I will be doing, <laughs> but I would like to create a content plan for the year, okay? So that could mean two things. Am I planning out the actual content that is going to be delivered? Am I saying, like, 
the month of January, we're going to focus on this theme. In the month of February, we're going to focus on this theme. Or is it different? You know, am I more focusing on what kind, what do I need to get done? So if I'm doing a video every month, then I know that every month I need a video. If I'm going to do a Q&A, then I know that I have to schedule a Q&A and all the other things that come with that Q&A reminder. Okay. So I would create a whole annual plan in the annual to-do list. Those annual to-do list might scare you, but remember you have 12 months to do it. But why I would do this ahead of time is one of the things that I would love to do if I ran another, created another membership, which we all know is going to happen at some point in the future because I love memberships. <laughs> but I, I would actually create my content ahead of time. Would I do this for my very first membership? Probably not. I would want to make sure that I am getting people to come into my membership. Maybe you're a seasoned business owner, you run courses, you run masterminds, you run other things and you know people are going to come in and buy. If it's your first product, I probably wouldn't do this. I would just wait and make sure that I, I was selling everything, like that I was selling my membership. But where I'm at now, I've been in the business for years. Maybe you're the same way. Maybe you've had other businesses. You know, you're not new to this game. It might be. And even if you are new to this game, you might want to do this too. Just I wouldn't plan, the, I wouldn't do a whole year, but I would actually create content ahead of time. So I was thinking, like, if I'm going to deliver, let's just keep it really simple. If I'm going to deliver some sort of PDF every month, like maybe it's a printable or a, P, a checklist. What are the 12 PDFs or checklists that I'm going to create all year and then I would actually start either working, have a working document or even an ex Google, Google sheet with every tab being a different month. And so when I'm brainstorming ideas, I can go right into that sheet and start adding in pieces for these different, for these different checklists or the printables or what have you. So I'm one central area, but when I'm when you already start working on it, you will see your brain's going to think about it more. And so you will actually have content coming to you when you're not even working, like when you're taking a shower or you're walking or you're, you know, folding laundry. I don't know, but these things come to you at that time. But I would create a content ahead of time, not only because it'll make it easier for you because you're going to be brainstorming and doing batch work, like batch creating all this content, but I think it's going to be really valuable because you know, you're going to want to take a vacation during that the year. You're going to have months where things are a little bit more busy. Like for me, December is busy. We've got, I think I calculated one time in 10, 10 days over the Christmas holidays, we celebrate Christmas, we had six events. So like the last half of December is a wash for me. The first half of December, I'm buying Christmas gifts and wrapping them. It's a lot. Like December is not a productive month whatsoever. So I will know that I will want to get me my December content and definitely my January content done ahead of time so that I have that ease and flow. And then there's also other things. What if something happens? What if someone gets sick? What if I just want to take more time off in the summer? You can just see how it's going to land for you in your business where things are where you want to take more time off, where you want to work less, or maybe you have other projects that you want to work on. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to write a book. 
those things are going to take more time. But if you had your content pre-created, you will then get have that free time because you've already created the content and you just schedule it out in your membership. So for me, maybe I wouldn't plan the entire year, but I would make sure that I had content available so that if I needed to, I can pull from that already created content in there when I needed it. So even if you create three pieces of extra content for every deliverable that you're offering ahead of time, it'll just give you that like insurance, I guess would be the word to like know that you've got that piece covered. All right. Once I've got my content and I've asked my audience what they need, that's a good time for me to create the promise of my membership. What am I promising people? You know, what are, if they're going to be in my membership for a year, are they going to move from A to B? What is it that's going to move from A to B? What's the transformation? What can I tell them that they're going to get? You know, basically you're telling them why this is going to be a valuable asset for them to invest in and why is it important? So create that promise for your membership. Not only is for you to keep in mind what you're creating over and over, like what your the value you're you're going to be giving them, but this will also come in handy when you do the next piece, which is you're creating your marketing plan. Your promise is going to become a big part of that marketing plan. If I say to you, if you come into my membership, we will decrease your stress by 20%. Let's just say that that is something that you could, can measure and quantify. But if that was my promise, I would need to make sure that I'm putting in tools that will help them do that. That is also going to come up in your marketing plan. Like, you know, when you're marketing your membership, you're going to be telling them this exact thing. It's going to come up in your FAQs. It's going to come up in your, when people have Q and A's with you. It's going to come up in your support desk tickets. It's going to come up in your, it definitely should be a part of your sales page. It's going to come up everywhere. So what is the promise? That is the piece that people are really going to be focusing on and wanting to know. Once you've got that, you can start working on your sales page. Now that you've got your marketing plan and you know what your promise is and you know what your message is for your membership, you've already created content you can speak more confidently about what your membership is about when you've got that content there. So you can start creating that sales page. Then I would plan a low cost event, whether it's free or very, very low cost, like under 30 bucks. So if that was my first time putting this membership out there, I would make it free. If you've been in the business and you've already have an audience that is already buying from you in this particular area, maybe you can charge for a small workshop, a, cha- a paid challenge, or maybe do a free challenge with a possible upgrade, right? For $10, you get all the recording. That could be as simple as that. But I would create a free event, a challenge, a live event, maybe a day or a half day where I'm teaching. Maybe it's, you know, a three-part learning series or workshop series over, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I see a lot of people doing live events still virtually, which is exciting and profiting huge from that. Now they're selling tickets to them, but it doesn't mean you can't sell tickets for like $47, right? So I would plan that event because at the end of that event, I would put out the call about my membership. I would then say, here's what I'm going to be doing in 
you know, hey, if you liked what we've been teaching you, here's how you can continue the fun and continue the learning and the transformation and have, you know, us do the work for you, whatever the case may be for your membership. At the end of this workshop, at the end of this live event, at the end of this challenge, or not even at the end, I would be like 75% in, into that actual time frame. So if my challenge was five days, by the third day, I'm talking about my membership. If I'm doing a live event and it's two days, by maybe the morning of the second day, I'm already talking about it. Or maybe the evening of the first day, I would start talking about it. You don't want to wait till the very end. People start weaning off and you'll lose some engagement and you'll lose some people. But if you start doing it kind of more into the 60 to 75% of the way through your event, you will find more people will be buying and be, be more engaged. Okay, after or while I'm planning that low ticket event, I would then start building the tech. What is the payment structure? I love to use Thrivecart. If you go to engagegroups.com slash Thrivecart, you will get, you will see their lifetime option to buy Thrivecart. Love Thrivecart. You can also run your membership through their Learn platform, which is part of it. There's a couple upgrade fees, I believe. Still really, really affordable. So yeah, I would start building the tech. So you got them the payment system. You want an email marketing system. You want a membership system as well. That could be Thrivecart Learn. It could be Member Vault, I believe. And also, I mean, I use I use Member Vault. I also use for my memberships. I'm using Wishlist. It might be something that you want to give to a team to build for you. If you need referrals, let me know. Okay, once I build the tech, I am going to start talking about and creating the sales material. Sales, so that would be like any social posts, any images, cover image from my Facebook group, you know, images to go into my emails to promote it, you name it, you name it, you name it. So all that sales material, I would start creating. Again, refer back to your promise, refer back to the kind of content they're going to get, what their transformation is going to be from A to B over the year, over the six months, however you want to put it, or month to month. How are you going to be easing their, their, their stress? How are you going to be taking away from their or helping them with their energy and taking things off their plate, right? For their membership. If you can help people make more money, spend less money, make that help them not use their brain so much. And I don't mean that in a awful way. What I'm saying is if you can do some of the thinking for them. People are relieved to know that someone else will do the thinking for them or because they're just like overwhelmed and they just want so much someone else to take things off their plate. So the more you can take off the plate, the better. And then once I get all the sales material done, then I'd be ready to launch. So I would do that free event about the 60%, 60 to 75% of the way through that live event. I would then market that new membership. I would put it out there. I would say, hey, I hope you enjoyed the fun that we've been having here. If you want to continue along with us, you want to get a, you know, a checklist every day, every month. If you want to get a video training from me to help you with your sales, if you want to get a Q&A with me so I can help you with your in, you know, individual questions, if you want to hear from experts that have helped me along the way, you know, whatever your deliverables are, then I would make that part of my launch plan for that event. And then I would also, (laughs) 
I would also say like, um, I would give them a really great like beginner deal. I don't mean beginner as in beginner. I mean beginner as in very first people to come in. What is the rate you're giving them? Because they're coming into a brand new membership and you, you might have some content already in there. They should get a better rate than someone who joins six months from now, a year from now, when there's a, you know, six to 12 months worth of content already in there. Understand? Yeah. All right. If you have any other questions about memberships, you can go into our group, engagegroups.com slash members. Hold on. <laughs> engagegroups.com slash group. That will take you to our Facebook group, which is membership launches and community with Sandra DeFreitas. And if you're thinking about working with us for your membership, you can even get in touch with me or you can get our course. Structure and Style will help you develop your very first membership or create your next membership. And you can go to engagegroups.com slash membership course to get that. So engagegroups.com slash membership course. Right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I will see you next time. Bye. 